Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee and Brad. Last Friday, several of the Your Story Travel Company guides joined me to talk through the newly announced Disney Genie. We felt that it was a big and important announcement that you needed to have several perspectives on. And because it's such a new thing that it was nice to hear everybody else's take on it to see if we liked the idea of it or we didn't like the idea. So hopefully you've had some time to digest that. We still don't know any information as far as the exact dates that it's coming out. However, they're saying fall of 2021. So that could mean all the way to December 20th. Um, I'm not sure they're going to wait that long, though. So we will let you know that information as soon as we do. If it happens to come out between a Wednesday and Friday episode, we might just throw out a uh, pop-up so that you guys can know the latest information. We're going to switch gears today, and we thought it would be fun to do a show that centers around the cast members and their jobs. Uh, We've had other cast members on in the past, and we've interviewed a couple cast members in the past telling you are are telling us their thoughts on being a cast member in case you didn't already know a cast member can turn a bad day into a magical day at disney which they're allowed to do so much magic according to whatever their bosses tell them i don't know how much they get a month but i do know that it's just as fun for them to give the magic as it is for us to get it but if you've ever wondered which cast member jobs are the most magical or on the other hand which ones probably make a cast member cringe we're going to be talking about that today. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Simply text the number 636-395-0544 to book a trip or to get a free quote. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so please contact us today. Well, thank you, Kaylee, for that marvelous introduction. Halloween is just around the corner, so I had to throw that in there. If you'll know what that's from if you are a fan of Hocus Pocus, which we are. Now, like Vicki said earlier, we're going to be talking about the best and the worst of Disney cast member jobs on the show today. And we're going to do that by sharing some actual comments from cast members who've worked at the Disney parks over the years and then talk about their perspectives amongst ourselves. So you might be surprised at what some of them had to say. I know I was certainly surprised by some of their answers. So Vic, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the first one. So this first cast member was at Walt Disney World from 2002 to 2003, and this is what they had to say. So these are direct quotes from the cast members. I was in the Disney College program with hundreds of other college students, usually called CPs. We were basically temporary workers with little experience, so we were low on the corporate totem pole, doing jobs such as working in a store, operating Space Mountain, being a lifeguard at one of the hotels, or parade crowd control, aka stand behind the rope. You get the idea. And yes, even janitorial work. All the CPs live together in Disney's corporate housing, So I've heard dozens of stories and complaints from pretty much every frontline area of the parks. So this cast member continues on 
and she gives her verdict on what she thinks is the worst job. So since she's heard so many stories, this is her take on what the worst job is that she has personally heard about. This is gonna continue on the quote directly from her. For those of you who haven't been to Walt Disney World, Disney frequently uses a two-stage ordering system at quick service restaurants. In the first stage, guests place their order with a cast member who punches it into a computer. Then the guest proceeds to stage two and waits to approach the counter in the back. When the food is ready, a different cast member behind the counter calls off your order, looks at your receipt, and gives you your food. These stage two cast members are the ones who have the worst jobs. Well, why is that? It's lack of guest interaction. People usually choose to become CMs because they like interacting with guests, but this job gives only the shortest of interactions or none at all. Most of the time you give people their food, perhaps they thank you, and then they go on their way. The only time you get any kind of substantial guest interaction is the negative kind, when they complain about how they ordered no mayo and then the burger ends up with mayo. Add to this that guests are way likelier to be in an agitated state of mind by the time they get to you. They just shelled out a bunch of money for lunch, usually more money than they think is reasonable, so everything from that point forward becomes an annoyance, even if the rest of their day has been great. Plus, there's the other added bonuses of mind-numbing, repetitive, and boring, all the while having to wear costumes. Pretty much every cast member wears a costume, but fewer cast members are also doing repetitive tasks in the back of a hot kitchen, like the workers just described. An example of this type of restaurant is Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe in Tomorrowland. And this cast member wraps it up. And I do want to point out, we're, we might use some shorthand abbreviations through the episode. CP, Vicki already mentioned it. That's the college program. Kaylee did it once on CM. That's a cast member, just so that you're not lost. And so I'm going to wrap up what this cast member felt is not the worst of the jobs. And this one kind of surprised me. So here we go. Here's what she had to say. Most people are surprised to learn what job is not the worst. It's being a janitor, which is called custodial inside Walt Disney World. I knew many college program people who worked in custodial and they had many distinct advantages over the rest of us. The main one being autonomy, meaning custodial cast members had tons of freedom to just walk around the park and make things better wherever they wanted. They could explore, enjoy the entertaining events going on throughout the park and see new and interesting stuff every day tons of guest interaction and because they're highly visible and they float around everywhere in the parks they get to talk to guests all day long people stop and ask them questions all the time and they get lots of opportunities to add magic to those guest days you stop being grossed out after a while just like new parents custodial cast members reach a point where a little bit of vomit just doesn't bother them anymore and the added bonus is your work transfers between parks very well, unlike some of the other jobs. So if Epcot happens to be short staffed on a custodial cast member's day, and you usually work at Magic Kingdom, you might get to work at Epcot for that week. And that just adds a lot of variety to your days. And it breaks up the monotony that many of the other roles just can't or don't afford. So that was the first cast member's take what do you guys think of that the best worst and some of the background that she gave here i think it's interesting um it makes a lot of sense though that makes me really sad but i usually do say hi how are you to the person i'm picking the food up but i realize i'm one person out of 
how many people that they see in a day. And it's so cramped in those kind of restaurants, you really can't say much more than just thank you. Otherwise, the people behind you are just going to get mad at you for sitting there and talking. They're going to trip you and make you drop your food. Yeah. What about you, Kaylee? Anything surprising? I was surprised about janitorial. I, I thought that was going to be the worst. And it's actually the best in this best in this person's opinion. I guess I figured custodial would not be the worst, but it I never even thought of the advantage of being able to move around wherever they wanted because I guess I would have thought, well, this person in custodial has been given this building and they're stuck here. Yeah. But according to this cast member, it doesn't seem that way. No. And they kind of just can move wherever they want and they get to clean wherever they want. Now, I'm sure if they're called somewhere, they have to answer that and they have to go where they're told. But I mean, that's pretty nice that they just get to move around. And to add what you guys were saying about the the restaurant worker, I almost feel like either one, like you guys said, I'm in the way if I stand there too long. And two, I feel like I would get that cast member in trouble if I tried to engage in conversation because it's too busy. They have a job to do. Correct. I feel like even if they would enjoy it, that they would get in trouble because it's a fast paced moving, a lot of moving parts in a restaurant setting. Well, and so this cast member didn't say this, but I think that they have like, yes, they wander around, but like they're stationed in one land. Like this person's in Tomorrowland and they need to make sure the trash is always emptied. The bathrooms are always taken care of. And yes, they're still greeting people and stuff and walking around, but I don't ever remember. I am not, you know, I didn't really scope this out. So now I'm going to be really watching when we're there, but I think they're assigned to one land. I don't think somebody, unless there was like a, a situation where somebody was short or something that somebody was over in Tomorrowland and then they're like, quick, get over to Adventureland. We need you to empty the trash over there. I feel like there's enough of them walking around that they're, they're kind of like probably one or two are stationed to each land. Cause that's a lot for them to cover in an eight hour shift. You're probably right. They are probably stationed at a land, but they might not be there all day. They might take this land for two hours and then they switch. Like they might switch it like they do the other roles to yeah. be just to mix it up. I guess that could. So I just thought that was interesting. So that was our first one. So Kaylee, how about you kick us off for our next cast member comments? So cast member number two, they have worked at Walt Disney World since 2012. So that's a pretty decent chunk of time. Nine years. These were their comments about the worst job in their opinion. This person said, I worked several roles around Walt Disney World over the years, such as food and beverage, custodial, character performer, attractions, and PAC, which stands for Parade Audience Control. Hands down, food and beverage was the worst. Imagine working at McDonald's, but all day is rush hour and the queue never subsides. During my first week of training, a guest threw a bowl of hot mac and cheese in my face. Now they were escorted from the park, but still. Hungry guests are the worst guests. And I think that we should call them hangry guests because anybody who throws food must be hangry. At somebody's face. Yes, in the words of Stephanie Tanner, how rude. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. So then this cast member goes on to say that the, so she kind of ranked her worst to the least worst. And her next worst, she said, it's got to be parade audience control and attractions. Those two are tied for the second worst. So 
She says, yes, I love sitting and listening to the same song on repeat for hours while trying to explain to people the concept of a line. No, ma'am, you cannot stand in the middle of the road. This is parade coming through. No, ma'am, you cannot go through the fast pass line just because your child was not tall enough to ride three minutes ago and stuffing his socks in his shoes will not get him access to this ride. These are some of the things she says that she has heard people say or that she has said herself. Now, that's not to say that there weren't great things about that role. It's just that the frustrations do surface after so much repetition. And guests can be very cruel, but they can also be magical as well. So that's the next worst job. So Vic, how about you round us out on this one with the, I guess, the least worst? So the least worst job, depending on your viewpoint. So this person's best job is character performance. This person got to role play friends with Pooh and after working for a few weeks and three auditions they were finally given the honor of being friends with Rapunzel and Snow White. The first few weeks were pretty great and being a princess can definitely go to your head. Uh, we were treated better than the others and we had separate union. For about every one hour I worked I had a half hour break which is pretty sweet but the mental strain was insane. We memorized our movies, learned our own makeup applications, practiced signatures, did intensive workouts, had pretty strict diets, not as bad as you would think. They said they still ate hamburgers and pizza, just a lot more solid than they had before. We had to watch our princesses movies three times a week and could get in trouble for the craziest things. Smudged makeup, being caught without a smile on camera, forgetting um, our time zone, etc. If a guest saw us on stage with another friend in costume, we would be fired on the spot. It never happened while I was working, but still. We'd get a, tons of creepers and inappropriate touches, but we had attendance to stop anything really bad from happening. In general, it was my favorite role and it was the best position to make dreams really come true. Plus, I was literally treated like royalty. By the way, the dresses and wigs were crazy heavy. I always wondered that about those dresses and wigs because they're so much nicer than the wigs that we get for like Halloween. I know they're hot. I'm sure they're very, very hot. The thing that bothers me the most, and Kaylee, feel free to jump in, is the whole creeper situation. Why do people think that's okay to touch somebody else? I, I just don't understand it. It's not like, you know, if you go to an adult club, this is Disney World. It's a family place. I just don't understand why people think that's okay. We don't have time for me to explain this or to get into all my thoughts. <laughs> I will just tell you, mom, there is a reason that there's a word for them. They are creepers because they are not normal. Therefore, they don't think like normal people. So Vicky thinks, why would they think that's okay? The creeper thinks, yes, this is fine. My opportunity. In other words, many creepers could just be seen as normal society 50 years ago. I just thought it was interesting that they said, well, we had attendance so that it didn't get so that it didn't get really bad. So I'm like, so you just do the attendance just let people really touch the the people, the cast, cast members? members? I, I think don't know. I think probably what happens is I would almost assume now this cast member didn't say anything. I would almost assume they would have to have some sort of safety thing in place. Each character probably has like a safety, almost like it sounds weird, but almost like a safe word, which is weird. It could be like that, but it's in character. And so 
it's possible that they have that so the attendants know if they don't catch it or if anything does happen like there might be like a touch but then the attendant can step in and make sure it doesn't go further than the one thing that happened is possibly what this cast member is saying true because if there was no attendant then this person that is friends with this character cannot break character to tell them to stop and so it could go further without an attendant who is just a cast member who can step in and be like stop <laughs> very true all right so let's bring it back around to the positive kaylee why don't you finish us out with this cast member's best job so that was the second place job that was second place so this is their best job in their opinion they say my favorite role was definitely custodial operations this was the third role i ever worked and i actually went back to it after being a character performer for about six or seven months due to shoulder damage from the rapunzel wig custodians had so much more freedom and some of the greatest responsibilities officially we were part cleaners but it was so much more than that I would say 25% cleaning and 75% guest services, magical moment making and general playing. The cleaning we did was hard. I won't sugarcoat that, but honestly, you get jaded really fast. And work gave me great exercise, about 11 miles of walking on street days, pushing 50 to 300 pounds of trash, but it was very worth it. Custodians are the only cast members who can go anywhere in the park. I have walked the tracks of Space Mountain, sat on top of Beast's Castle, the new BR Guest restaurant. It was after hours, of course. I have had the BR Guest ballroom all to myself. We conduct the fireworks, do drawings with water, give free ice cream to great guests, and are truly the caretakers of the park. Makes you want to do that job, doesn't it? And again, it's custodial. It's it's a theme. That honestly makes me happy then because I think now there's so many people in custodial. I think it kind of just changes my mindset because a lot of people retire and then go work at Disney, especially if they live near there. And a lot of the custodial staff I've noticed is older. And so I always felt bad about that because I was kind of thinking like, why are they giving this to the older people? But now it's kind of sounding like this is the job for the older people. Like they kind of deserve it. And a lot of them don't have family or they moved to Florida and their family might not be there. This gives them family with every day they get to greet people and talk to people. Yeah, it kind of makes me happy because I try to treat the janitorial staff extra nice because I've always thought, gosh, that's gotta be a drudgery job. But after reading this, it really isn't. It's one of the kind of the best ones if you're wanting to interact with people, which I think is just very interesting. Yeah, and now that doesn't mean we're gonna like treat them badly now that we know they've got <laughs> it. They got it great, but no, no. I think one of the things is it's one of the roles I just realized it's one of the roles where you can really like be yourself more like another job outside of a Walt Disney World park where, yeah, you have responsibilities, but when you talk to people, you're just talking as yourself. You don't really have a facade, you don't have set things to say unless obviously there are certain things that we've talked about on previous episodes a while back about things that cast members can and cannot say. Like there are some questions you can't say, oh, I don't know, things like that, but you're not a character and you like acting as somebody that's not you. You don't have to put people in lines. Like you're really just yourself. 
but you're cleaning. That's true. All right, so moving on to the next cast member's opinion, and they gave their opinion on the worst job. So I like this one because I'm a tech guy. I thought this one was really interesting and it surprised me. So here's what they had to say. The answer will probably not be the same for everyone, but I think this one would be the worst based on what I know. And he says, let me explain. I have an acquaintance that works for Disneyland and his job is to ride the attractions, but I don't think I could do his job for more than one day, no matter how much they paid me. I'm sure most people think it would be amazing to get paid to ride for eight hours a day. Well, let me just demystify the job a little bit. He works as a sound technician. So for example, his job is to ride the Haunted Mansion with electronic equipment to ensure that the audio produced by the onboard speakers is optimal. After the ride completes, he steps out and then steps into the next doom buggy and does it all again, all night long. The attraction's about 10 minutes, so six times an hour in an eight hour shift means he rides approximately 45-ish consecutive times. And so while he's monitoring audio, he cannot talk, he just must sit in silence and monitor the scope on his audio equipment. And if something isn't right, he lists it on a report to be fixed. So let me ask, how many days could you ride the Haunted Mansion over and over again, alone, in silence? And besides, you don't even get the good stuff like this. Whenever hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candles flicker and the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. That would be one thing if that's what you got, but that's not what he gets. He gets this. Do not pull down on the safety bar. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. Spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. Because I kind of thought the same thing. Hey, I get to ride rides all my for my whole shift. That's great. I don't think I would like it at all after hearing described what it actually entails of, of at least this job. I don't know. I think it would be very mind numbing. Well, that guy that we, the, the vlogger that we watched, he worked this job and he liked, he really liked it. He didn't really have anything negative to say about it. Hmm. I mean, he got to switch after so many months. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just have to have a certain personality for it. They like the predictability of it. I mean, it's a very clean cut job and it's very much like, this is what you do. There's no surprises, I guess, cut and dry. And there's no chance really for anything to be thrown in that you're just like, well, that's not part of the plan. Yeah, this, is, this one is definitely not high on the list of guest interaction. This is like zero guest interaction because his whole job is after the park is closed. There are no guests. I almost feel like this is like a perfect job for somebody who is really smart and high functioning on the spectrum because they like predictability. They like mm -hmm. jobs like this and not all, not everybody, I can't generalize that, but anybody that's really good with technology. I don't think that's far-fetched because some cast members say the best and worst is really relative. It's based on your personality. So you're gonna have different things you think are best and worst based on your personality. So it's just like you're saying, someone who has that personality or is bent that way, they might love this job. That might be right up their alley. I can just think of a couple students that I have that are very 
smart and they love technology and they love all things computer, but they don't like when things change. They don't like when the schedule changes, that throws them. So this kind of job seems like it would be perfect for people like that. If they really, if it did not bother them to hear the same thing over and over, it might not bug them because some people might be able to tune out the fact that they're hearing the same thing over and over and focusing on, I have to hear if there's an issue with this audio, not I'm sick of hearing this audio over and over kind of thing. So I guess it depends on the mindset too. Like we would just think, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of hearing this. Right. All right. So that was that one. So Vic, why don't you give us another one? Another cast member's opinion on the worst job. They seem to tell us more about the worst than the best, although we're understanding so far, the best job is to be the maintenance work. I mean, the custodial staff. Yes. Not only do I know the worst job at Walt Disney World, I have done it. I got a job at Walt Disney World as a science communicator. Hmm, this sounds like a job for some of my relatives. We were people with science backgrounds they hired to present a series of subjects and experiments based on themes. It was great fun and I got college credit for it. One day, while still in training, my group was asked to help out in various areas of the park. I was assigned to the Magic Kingdom. My job was to stand at the end of a flat escalator and tell people to watch your step. I said it over and over, rarely saying anything else. People laughed at me, pointed at me, made jokes, and still I bowed them safe walking. I will take a difficult job any day over this mind-numbing repetition, which goes well with the story before (laughs) about it just being the same thing over and over. So it's not the science communicator job that she was talking about. It's that they were asked to help in the park. And that was the job that she was like, no. (laughs) I'm going to say something. And I mean, I realize teaching and this is not the same thing. But every morning, the teachers are asked to go stand outside the door and greet the kids as they come in. And that's how I feel sometimes is I'm saying good morning and people are not responding where Kaylee in the morning, she gets to be out and let people out of the cars. So hopefully she gets a little bit more interaction. I feel like sometimes the kids are sleeping as they walk past me. So I can only imagine what this poor guy feels like. Because I said hello or good morning to somebody four times today and got nothing in return. So if that's him, watch your step. Watch your step. Well, I stopped one the other day, so I'm sure he can't do this at Disney, but I stopped one the other day and I said, if it's the last thing I do this year, you're going to say good morning before you go in your classroom. Because I'm just like... Uh, we've lost the art. That's when you chase them. I follow my students down the hall if they don't say hi. Then it's embarrassing. So I'm sure that poor watch your step guy got a lot of looks from not so nice people. I'm sorry, Mr. (laughs) Cast member. (laughs) All right, Kaylee, hit us with another one. What you got? This is a short one, but oh my gosh, I was reading ahead and I was shocked. I had to put this one in here because it reminded me of Up and it's my favorite movie. My goodness. So this cast member's opinion on the worst job would be to be a balloon seller. This person said, because you hold so many balloons, they want the employee to weigh at least 200 pounds because Disney's helium is extra potent as lighter cast members would float a few feet off the ground if they were not over 200 pounds. That's awesome. I want to do that just for fun. It just makes me laugh. (laughs) That would be awesome though. 
Well, it makes me wonder. I know some people for a while were asking to hold the bundles of balloons for pictures. Right. And so I'm like, has that ever happened to somebody who's grabbed the bundle to take a picture? It didn't up. I, okay, fair enough. But also, can you imagine? I think you would have to be wearing a lot of them like the cast member is because they're the ones selling them. Can you imagine a balloon seller cast member getting asked if they can, if somebody can borrow their bundle of balloons for like a moment right. to get a picture and then the cast member having to respectfully size them up so that's like, if I <laughs> hand this person these balloons, are they going to float away? Do I get fired in any of the situations right here? <laughs> Maybe that's why they made the magic pose. Cause that's one of my favorite poses of you and of Jamie. Um, is them putting the magic of you holding the balloons in the picture, but you're not floating off the ground because it's magic. All right, that was that was funny. I just had to put it in there. I liked it. All right, our next one, another cast member's take on the not so worst job is this. They say that lots of people say food and beverage are the worst, but they love their program. They did food and beverage, but it was ODV, which is outdoor vending. And that means they mainly worked at the ice cream and popcorn stands. So I think it really does matter where you're placed. I would think out like that, you would get a lot more guest interaction one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, because think of that popcorn stand as you're exiting Magic Kingdom. Holy smokes. How many people a day do you think they see? They pump that, they pump that scent in there on purpose. They want you to go buy it. And I bet they also are people sort of like custodial that get asked questions more frequently. They're out in the open. Yep. Our last cast member story comes from someone who worked at Walt Disney World 25 years ago before Miss Kaylee was, well, she was in my stomach. <laughs> I'm a former cast member at Walt Disney World in Orlando, and I swear I still consider it my favorite job of all time. Since then, I've built a business, fulfilled my dream of becoming an on-air television reporter, and worked as an NBA dancer. There's just something about the magic of the park. Mind you, I had one of the better jobs as a paid performer in the parades and castle shows. I was 16 years old and still in high school when I was first hired, and then I worked there my junior and senior years of high school. In the summers, I worked six days a week with a 90-minute drive from my house both ways but I couldn't wait to go back to work. I only made $5.50 an hour. We had access to the underground tunnels where we would get to wear beautiful extravagant costumes, have wigs put on and have our makeup done. But what stands out above everything else is the friendships you make during that time last a lifetime. The camaraderie among the performers was amazing. And I would say that is true based on the people that we know that have done that program that are friends. One of the vloggers that we watch regularly that I get some information from too, are they check into things and reveal things so that I can share them with you, is friends. He's from Minnesota, but he did the college program. Well, he was doing the college program with one of Kaylee's friends here in Missouri that went that lived here and they're friends now. So I think that's fun and I love to make friends anyway. I like to make friends wherever I go. So that would definitely be something for me. And this, this story goes on, this cast member goes on. Kaylee, why don't you give us some of the rest of her story? 
We almost never went home after work. We all went out or hung out at someone's home. During the holidays after the park closed for the night, we would hold all night rehearsals in the park. There was something very cool about being there when it was closed and you have special access to it. It's very quiet and beautiful. We would rehearse the shows in front of the castle at two in the morning. As I reflect back, I'm still in awe at the enormity of the productions. What was also outstanding is that it was never the same thing twice. We were always learning new parade routines and playing different characters. In the summers, we would dress as the characters, and since the characters are based on height, I was also eligible to play several of the seven dwarfs, Chip and Dale, and a few others. I'd also get to go out in the park and play with kids and families, and then have a break to get ready for the parade, and then another break to get ready for a castle show. You do all the prep while moving underground. I love that we had different things to do throughout the day. Those were some long 12-hour days, and character work in Florida in the summer is tough. Certainly not for the faint of heart. You have 100 degree days inside a costume, but they managed it very well. You were limited to the amount of time you could spend out in the sun, sometimes only five or 10 minutes, depending on how hot it was. Wow, that would be a huge transition to move those characters in and out every five to 10 minutes. Yeah, I think they just have to be really careful because of the Florida heat. They can't take very many chances with overheating. Well, because we were there in February and there was a lady that passed out and it wasn't even a long line for runaway railway and she passed out and they had to get the um, stretcher to get her. So yeah, in, in the summer months, whoo. And that was just a guest, not to mention a performer in a costume in that heat. Right. So yeah, we gotta be really careful. So I'm gonna wrap up what this cast member had to say with her final comments here. Um, doing the job with your friends was fantastic because in general, performers tend to be very fun and lively people to start with. I truly believe that working at Disney just at 16 years old made me who I am today. It's a tough job. It's a lot of hard work. It's long hours. It's hot. It's exhausting. And all the while, I would drive three hours a day total because remember, it was 90 minutes one way. So three hours total a day to get there and back but I wouldn't have changed a thing. To this day, I'm a very hard worker and I credit the Disney job for imprinting great work value and ethics in me at such a young age. I thought that was a really good comment. That was a really good comment. Well, Kaylee and Brad, thank you so much for joining me today and talking through some of the best and worst aspects of the jobs from cast members that had worked at Disney World or still work at Disney World. One thing we've learned over the years is that cast members do generally want to help you experience magic. And to that end, remember that a magical experience is much more likely to happen if you show a little kindness and appreciation for them. We have found that they will usually go above and beyond if they are approached with a positive attitude. That is so true because it's just like our jobs. Even when you hear negativity, one positive outweighs that and reminds you why you do that job. And so just be that positive person for these people and realize that they're not being paid hundreds and thousands of dollars to be there. It's because they wanna share magic with you. Very true. You might be paying the Disney price, but they are not getting the Disney salary. They are not the ones getting that salary. So be nice to the ones that are not so true getting the payout a few final reminders before we sign off you can text us at 636-395-0544 to book a trip get a free quote ask questions leave a comment or even if you're interested in being a guest on the show 
Again, the number is 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that it only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so please contact us today. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Kaylee and Brad, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends.